Yo, what's good, family? Thank you for stepping to the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined by Coach Murph and Coach Pace. We got a great show for y'all. A lot of big things going on. We're in the middle of NBA playoff season and drama as always, right? So we're going to unpack some of that and give some NFL draft predictions. So we, we definitely going to cover and grade people after the draft, but we want to give a little preview of who we think is going to wear, at least for the bigger names. And then, of course, we're going to show you how to spend your money this weekend. So we're going to start with the NBA playoffs. And we're going to go uh, matchup by matchup and just talk about our biggest takeaways. And uh, Coach Mark, we'll go ahead and start with you with the Bucks versus Heat. What are your biggest takeaways from that series? Well, my biggest I, I had this discussion with my friend because when Giannis went down, he was like, Oh, the heat just about to pretty much sweep him. Uh, but I, I told him I was like, Well, one, we lost Tyler Hero, who's our offense. And that I don't think people really understand how good the Bucks were even without Giannis throughout the season. I, he missed about like 16 games this season. Um, you know, Drew Holiday was an all-star. Like, you, Brooke Lopez, huge jump, you know, um, having his best season. And was – so I think this is going to be still like a six, seven-game series. I do believe the Heat will take game three. Um Jimmy's track record with bounce back games. And I think that the Bucks are going to play it safe, let sit Giannis out another game. Um, and I think at least game two helps to see how the offense um, and defense will be ran without Giannis. You got some familiarity for game three. And I think uh, Jimmy is going to find a way to expose that. And I'm expecting about like 32 plus from him and a dub. Got you. Coach Pace, what do you make of this series? I want it to be over. <laughs> Respectfully. Listen, I like watching Jimmy and them play. But at the same time, I don't watch. Like, I don't like watching Jimmy and them play. I don't know why. But outside of Jimmy Butler, I feel like I'm wasting my time watching the Heat play basketball. Because they don't play basketball, like, I just – some just don't feel right in my spirit. It's probably Kyle Lowry exists on that team. But, <laughs> honestly, outside of Jimmy Butler, I really don't care to watch the Heat play. So, I needed to be over in five. Um, and Jimmy can have his 30. I just need everybody else to suck, so I ain't got to watch the Heat play no more. Well, why can't the Heat, the heat take the dub? Listen, I, I, did, I didn't I like one I game. Like they'll take the I, I picked the Bucks to win in six before the series started. Depending on this Giannis injury, if it goes six, if it goes to six, well, I guess that wouldn't make sense. Depending on Giannis injury, I will take Heat in seven. I don't want to see the Heat pass this ramp. Bro, what? I like I like watching Jimmy. I don't like watching. Listen, I, I, <laughs> I don't like watching I, Kyle Lowry. Okay, the winner, the winner of this will face the winner of the Knicks, Cavs, you know, uh, series. 
they're beating the Knicks. Like if the Knicks come out, but off, no, but that that, that will be a but that will be a that will be a great series. Unless, oh. it, but if bro, that's that's a great physical series. Like, what are you talking about? And there's some I bad mean, blood there. Jimmy in the in the. You remember Gladys Knight and the Pips? It's gonna be Jimmy and the Pips for the rest of the playoff. But the only thing is, if the Cavs win, it's over. Yeah, <laughs> I need the Cavs it's to win. Over. I don't think there's a good. I don't know. The Cavs are so they're so interesting because, like. I, I like them versus both teams in the next round, to be honest. Like, if, if even if they face the Bucks, I, I give them, like, a really good shot on beating them. I feel like they're, like, the 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 underdog or, well, like, the dark horse, a big dark horse, though. Yeah. They might be able to push Milwaukee to six. If that ends up being the matchup, man, let's just get the heat out of here. Jimmy Butler deserved better than this. Hey, Kyrie, Kyrie. Day, hey, Dame to the heat. Let's get it done, man. Send uh, Duncan, who they paid ninety million to sit his can on the bench and get Hero up out of there, and we can call it a day. Duncan, how me and Duncan doing the same thing, and he getting ninety million dollars? Nah, for real. No, for real. I'm so oh, serious. He just happened to be at the game. Listen, he's just two tenths lighter and about a foot taller. Uh, and I can still I can shoot better in theory. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I was about to, uh, <laughs> in theory. In my mind, I can shoot better. Okay. I understand that. Uh, yeah. But like if put me one on one with uh with Duncan for a contract. That's me all day. Yo, let's just go to the next series. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, you know, like. Uh, oh, well, you know how you want to agree, but then you realize he in the NBA and then you can't agree? Nah, nah, bro. I didn't agree from the jump. You're my boy, but. I didn't. <laughs> but I nah. Like, like mm-hmm. I would fight for my for a career in the NBA. What a one game for my NBA career, and then y'all was like, "Nah, you still taking the L like that." Let me answer, James. Not a, not a listen. <laughs> I'll be put put my life. I'll be like, "Let's go, James," and then I turn around and be like, "Y'all put my life savings on." <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm not going to tell you that you're just going to be sitting there like oh bro I, I can really do this and I'm like you know I'm going to just be nodding my head like Ugh. you know I'm not going to like I'm not going to shoot your hype down but in my head like I'm I'm just don't expect a word from me like I'm not going to say nothing just nods and whatever I'm, yeah bro I'm pleading the fifth but I'm there's nothing to say. And then if you do it, I'm like, hey, man, I did say you can't. <laughs> and, and if you don't, I'm going to play, hey, bro. I mean, it could happen to anybody. <laughs> Better luck next time, buddy. It's not a re- letter recommendation, not a reference for a job. Don't ask me for nothing, though. Neither so way. you want us to lie to you. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I'm getting out of this. Uh, so we're supposed to lie now. Hey. 
That hurts, man. Let's go into the Cavs next series. We was always talking about it a little bit anyway. Like, so this is going to be, uh, I think, a very close series from beginning to end. Um, but who do you all have t- uh, in this series? You think it's going to go seven or uh, or what? I, I started off saying Cavs and six, and I'm sticking to it. Cavs and six. Yeah. I don't even know who I said. What did I say? Cavs and six or seven? I don't remember. I'm not for sure. I don't remember. I'm going to just say Cavs and seven. Okay. Yeah, the Cavs are just a better team, though. It's a better team. Yeah, it's going to be it, – It's. I mean, it's good. I love this matchup. I, I've loved both of the games that they've played so far, and they got one tonight. Definitely watch um, some of that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Cavs – I just love seeing Brunson play, man. Bump everybody else. Nice. Bump everybody else, man. Uh, Ido Dava Mitchell, my boy. So, like, I, I, I love well, yeah. well, yeah, I, I love seeing the Cavs. Let me clear that. I love seeing the Cavs just on the Knicks. I just love seeing Brunson bump everybody on the Knicks. I, I, I really need to see more from R.J. Barrett. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. that was the holdup in this whole Dava Mitchell trade. Like, it could have been – that and they could have had Brunson and perhaps Mitchell. I don't know. Like, and but RJ ain't carrying his weight, in my opinion. He not. Man, he hasn't been all season. Yeah. Dude been tried. Yeah, he has some spurts where he go off, but for the most part, he been pretty subpar. Lottery pick. <laughs> tried. So I'm going to dive into a series here that's got a lot of drama attached to it that we can unpack, the Sixers and Nets series. So, of course, we got 3-0 Philly. Um, so let's talk about, first, you know, do we see Philly go ahead and finishing this off? Um, and then let's unpack all the uh, ejections and stuff going on. So, Coach Pace, what do you think about the series and all the calls that's been going on? Um. I mean, it's just bad refing. I I don't really. This has been a thing like all year, so I'm not too too gung ho about it. Um, a lot of makeup calls, a lot of um, just unnecessary things that they got going on. Um, MB should have been ejected yesterday, but he wasn't, and so they made up for it by kicking out Harden. And it's just it's just bad basketball. Uh, well, bad refing as per usual, um, which we all know. Um, but yeah, I need them to get them out of here, even without MB. I need Tobias Harris to show up and act like he get paid thirty million dollars, so we can get this series over with and move on to the next one. Even though Tyrese Maxey is about to drop 25-30 tomorrow. He hooping, hooping. Coach man. This series is exactly what I expected it to be. Like trash. <laughs> and the the Nets are they are a solid team, but they're not they're not a good team. <laughs> so and, and they don't have that superstar like Ayana. I mean like a MB. So I knew it was going to be complete domination. They're about to finish the sweep in four, even without no MB. But in terms of the play calls, you know how you like when you tell a lie, 
you have to keep telling lies to cover that lie. Yeah. This is what the rest were doing to cover themselves. And B should have been kicked out. Um, but of course, since it happened so early in the game, it's just like, oh well, we just can't kick and beat out at the top of the game, flagrant two. Or I mean flagrant one. What Harden did was some BS. If you want to call offensive foul for a push-off, okay, but he's done that his whole career. There was literally no intent behind that. Everybody, like, when I saw it, I was just like, well, like, he does that move. Like, everybody does that move, but, like, when any – if you did a silhouette, I'm always picturing Harden. I, for some reason, I associate him because he does it so much. To kick him out for that game – was stupid, but I think they did that because they knew they should have kicked and beat out. Now both of them are clear. Well, both of them are clear to play, but Embiid won't be playing because of his knee. But in my mind, Embiid was going to get suspended for that game. But they're like, "Hey, we kicked Harden out because we couldn't kick and beat out, even though that Harden didn't deserve to be out." And then that will be our makeup to allow Embiid to play in game four. Instead of doing the right thing, you kill all that. But that's how I look at it. So I I think I'm not going to go a long time on this, but it's interesting how when you hear different calls throughout the season, even going into last season, and – all of a sudden, when stuff happens, refs like the some like the officiating crew, like you know, we can't always judge intent, right? But now, for the the reasoning for this was they believe that Harden intentionally hit him in the ground, and and honestly, he didn't even hit him in the jewels. Like if you watch it carefully, I think it was a pretty good acting job by Royce O'Neal on that one. But he definitely hit them above the area, unless his shorts are around his lower thigh, which I know they're not. Like that's not where your jewels are. So that that was above that that part. Uh, he just did a good acting job, and so I agree. Like offensive foul, sure, uh, if you want to call something. But yeah, I thought that was totally bogus, and that but that was the reason that Tony Brothers gave was that it was intense and where it landed. But I was like. For for one, you can't say intent because he does that move all the time and he doesn't have a record of, of being a dirty player. And two, he didn't even hit him there if you look at it carefully. Uh, so I'm really not sure what they're talking about there, but we knew MB was going after Claxton. So we knew that. That's intent. Listen, you could watch a billion people fall. Tell me how many gets up by kicking their leg up like that. So it's not like it was a natural motion. He did that on purpose. And he eyed him down as he stepped over him. So he could have waited until he cleared him to get up. Get up. So that's clearly intent. Clearly intent. And, and that's the thing that bothers me because if you look at games where <clears throat> a player goes for a block but, like, accidentally hits the player in the head, like, mm. they, they give them a flagrant foul on that because they're like, well, we can't measure intent, but he – but we got to say, like, what happened? He hit him in the head. But now you want to judge intent. Like, that doesn't make Bro, sense. That doesn't make sense. I'm telling you, it's because it was at the beginning of the game. If this happened in the third quarter, 
he would have been ejected. But since it was at the very beginning, it's just like, well, I mean, you know, he's the only superstar because, you know, people don't really look at Harden as a superstar anymore. But, like, in this series, this is the only person that's worth really watching. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't kick him out three minutes into the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. What do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about uh, Claxton's ejection for taunting? Soft. <laughs> yeah, that that was just, that was just soft. Like to me, like and as a ref, I'm watching this series and I'm like, let them have this little win, bro. It's not that serious. They still about to get swept. Let him let him do his little taunting. That's all he has. That's all he has. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like they're gonna win the series, so go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. You 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 scored. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that that was pretty whack to me too. I was like, come on, man. Like, I'm like, Rose is like the NFL now. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, all right, this one will be a quick one. I assume we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Celtics Hawks uh, takeaways from this series. The Celtics are better. <laughs> the Hawks was the one team I didn't want to see in the playoff. I wanted to be the Heat and the Bulls. Mm. Right now we got stuck with the Hawks because the Heat didn't want to take care of business. Listen, all I can say is Boston is <clears throat> not playing. So we can get they down four right now. They still got a chance to come back. I need them to get it together so we can uh, get this series over with. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, the, the the Hawks aren't enjoyable to watch, though. Uh, and if you look at their roster, you would think that they would be on paper, right? You have Murray and and Trey. And, and Kyle. No, no. And the only thing is, is because, like, yeah, y'all have talent, but, like, I wouldn't say all outside of Trey Young, who really on there, even individually, is just like, oh, I'm going to buy a ticket because I want to see Sadiq Bay play. Nobody is saying that. Hey, let's not talk about Sadiq because he cost me sixty a hundred dollars the other night. I'm so like, and and like I love Dejounte's game, but like he he's not that box office guy. You have a you know traditional big and Clint Capella. A lot of the funner teams to watch their bigs are you know they spread the floor. Yeah, yeah. I I hope the series ends. So I hope Boston comes tonight. <laughs> And yeah, wrap it up, bro. Jalen Brown, take over and stop letting Tatum shoot. <laughs> oh, so to another potentially uneventful series, we'll see what happens later <clears throat> with the Nuggets and Timberwolves. What are your takeaways from this series, fellas? Cat sucks. He cost me some money, too. <laughs> Listen, Cat, I'm going to tell you this. Me and DeMars was going over earlier. I'm not going to say what we were going to say. Oh, no. What we were saying in chat. But listen, just know you're out of pocket and you're on my my watch list, buddy. I'm sick of you and yo, want to be, I'm the best shooter ever. 
but can't get 15 points as the quote-unquote second best player on your team. I'm starting to think Rudy Gobert is better than you. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, a man without an offensive game, but guess what? He got 19 points with no offensive game. Nah. And Cat got 12. Best big man shooter in the league and was missing all types of shots. All types of shots. He's, he's atrocious. Like, he – your teammate put up 41, and the reason they lost was because of you. And he'd be fouling everybody all the time. Like, I just don't understand. Can't he's goofy. Oh. He's he's so goofy. I, I I see why nobody likes him. Listen, man. Cat is who I've been telling y'all he is. <laughs> and the only thing that sucks is like what I didn't it's just I didn't respect the Nuggets as a team. So that's why I picked the Timberwolves in six. But boy, I regret it when I saw that man stepped on the court. I'm like, oh, bro. I don't know if, if if Anthony Edwards can weather this storm, even though that he's been struggling prior to um, the last game when he dropped 41. But <clears throat> the best, the best big shooting big man, whatever in the in the league, but you get outscored by Rudy Gobert, Xavier Tillman, Triple J, Jokic, Bam, and. Brooke Lopez that night. Yeah. That ain't going to cut it. That ain't going to cut it. Yeah. I, I really thought this would be a better series. I wanted it to be a better series. And it's just not shaping to be that way. Unless, unless <laughs> drastic tonight to to shift it. But. And the, it, it, the funny thing is, like, I'm picturing this team moving forward. And they're in a lose-lose situation because the only way they're going to get better is that you have to build around Anthony Edwards, so you have to trade Cat. But I also believe you need to get rid of Rudy, but you can't get rid of them both at the same time. Right. But you know the way that Rudy is playing – you're not going to get no value, so you're pretty much stuck with him until he's on the expiring deal. So it's like this team is about to be trash for years. Yes. Yeah, Anthony Edwards definitely going to need some therapy because of all this. Just just wasting his talent there, wasting his talent. Uh, well – Another four or five matchup that we're looking forward to, but uh, Kawhi Leonard out for game four as well. So, you know, the night the Clippers were able to make it close. But uh, so the Suns Clippers series, fellas, what y'all think about that? It's a waste, man. It's a waste. Losing Kawhi is just like now it's like unwatchable at this point you might as well sit cp3 and kd for the rest of the series and let d book just cook and i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that i would definitely sit 
CP3 because right, okay, play them like 15, 20 minutes a game, whatever. Okay. Like, yeah. like just so they can keep their their legs fresh. But like at this point, this is like you're just the only thing you're doing is risking injury at this point because like I mean now you're you just have rush and like he's been good these past two games and, and scoring and stuff and he does best when he's like the guy mm-hmm. but it's the inevitable because nobody's really guarding Durant like that. Like they did really good and Book just happened to drop 42 in spite of that. But then now you're going to be like, okay, now we got to find ways to guard both. But but that's just not possible. Two best defenders are sitting on the bench. Hurt. Uh, yeah, that that I I hated to see that. I was like, all right, well, if he out for one game, whatever. But to see that he out for game four as well, I will say I'm not as high on Phoenix overall as I was going coming into this series. I'm not impressed by their defense. I think their offense is, is fine. They had a little – I think they made some mistakes down the stretch of game one. Like, Katie didn't touch the ball for, like, the last few minutes of the game or last, like, what is it, six, seven possessions or something like that. That's a mistake. But, like, you gave a 30 – eight and 12 to Russ and was a 40, 42 to Powell. Like what? Like that game shouldn't have been that close. Like they don't have their two best players. That game should not be that close. So I defensively, I'm worried about Phoenix moving forward. If um, uh, beyond this round, but I, I give I give props to to Ty Lu. I mean, I think he's still doing a good coaching job overall. I mean, working with what he's got, the fact that the game was that close. And because it was that close, they got to play CP3 and KD and D-Book all these minutes, right? And, and so to you all's point, um, I would do a little load management myself there and give them limited minutes moving forward, just see how it goes. Uh but yeah, yeah, I'm really disappointed in that in this series with Kawhi being out. Yeah, and I I know that you're not as high as on Phoenix, but in actuality, I mean, like, what's going to make it easy for them to prevail is their road, because I mean, next they're going to face the Nuggets. They can beat the Nuggets. I don't think they need to be perfect to beat the Nuggets, um, and then when you get to the Western Conference Finals, that's when it gets interesting. But um, I feel like their biggest threats would be um, Sacramento and Golden State because they are the teams that is like, I'm going to make you run and you got to play on both ends. And we play fast versus a Lakers that is a, a slower paced team. I think that I still think the Lakers would win, but like that's their that's the Suns' best chance of winning because I don't give them a chance uh, against Golden State and Sacramento. And well, well, let's go there next. Uh, the Kings and Warriors series that one has been very fun to watch. I, I've enjoyed watching that series. Coach Pace, what are your biggest takeaways in uh, in this series? 
Um, the Kings are to be reckoned with, which we already kind of knew, like, if you paid attention to basketball. But this kind of confirms it. Um, the Lakers yet again blow another deal uh, with Malik Monk. Players leave L.A. and get better. Just so y'all know. Somehow Malik Monk is averaging like 20 off the bench now. Just throwing that out there. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, the this Kings are pretty much the most underrated team because they don't get pub. But, I mean, you know, they got Wardell and Clay over there. So, and they're better when Jordan Poole starts. They looked pretty good last night. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're better when they go four out and uh, one in the middle. So, I don't – I mean, I'm not saying Draymond is, like, bad for the team, but, like, I don't know who's going to sit on the bench because uh, Mr. Poole needs to play. They need they need at least all three of them starting or something. Man, this is Draymond's bad. last year anyway. <laughs> so, they, they got all – that's next year. There, there's no waiting involved. You make it yeah. through these playoffs, and Draymond is out of there. Yeah, because they they look so much better when Jordan Poole is playing with Steph and Clay. Yeah, because I know that Looney can't do everything that Draymond does at this point in time, so I don't want to disrespect Draymond in that sense. But mm-hmm. he did grab twenty boards. He had what was it twelve assists or something, thirteen assists, something like that. He had some. It was an eight yeah. assists. Yeah, something crazy, like assist wise last night. Yeah, I think it was nine assists. Nine assists. Jeez. Yeah. Twenty nine. Yeah. So he he was hooping. He was hooping, and I noticed that when he's in the game, they have him do some very similar things to Draymond. There's a play that I like to run on offense where, um, most of the time, it's Curry will be taking the ball. And then they go to try to collapse on Curry and then Draymond or Looney will be in the middle and it, the pass will go to the middle. And then that uh, Draymond will like either attack the basket um, and then bring the defender up, which creates more space. Um, and Looney will do it. Too. He's not as athletic, like in that sense, but he will play that similar role. Uh, that play works on, on Sacramento a lot. So I think, I hope in some of the adjustments that Mike Brown does, he kind of cuts that out because he they keep running the same thing over and over. Uh, I will say on Sacramento's side, De'Aaron Fox is that dude. Like, I love watching him play, man. Like, and they can't do anything with him. Like, um, they can't stay in front of him. But what I appreciate about his game is he does what I want Ja to do. Because Ja gets hurt because he tries to go Superman and, and jump, you know, and have a vertical game where he's jumping over Pete, trying to punch over somebody, and he always he ends up getting hurt. Either he doesn't land right uh, on his feet, he doesn't land right with his hands, and you see he gets hurt in those situations. Well, what De'Aaron Fox has put into his game, he's very athletic, but he'll go and he'll pull up and he'll do like a little jumper or he'll do a floater, uh, and, and the Warriors can't stop that. That's there for him all day, all game long. De'Aaron Fox has been able to capitalize that. That's what I want Ja to do is to put that into his game. Save your body. You ain't got to go fly over people and punch on everybody. Like, 
because uh, he tried to get back at Anthony Davis for blocking a shot and he ended up getting hurt. So uh, I like to see that for Sabonis, though. Uh, I want to see him shoot a medium range jump shot. I know he can't be that bad at it, right? Like he has to have a, a decent shot. I've seen him shoot it before. But if you watch the way that Golden State defends him, whether it's Looney or Draymond or whatever, they'll back off and at least give him four feet of space because Sabonis will get it at the top of the key. He has at least four feet of space. They're daring him to shoot the shot. Shoot the shot. Shoot the shot. And I know Sabonis is good at, like, distributing, but it actually will give him even more space to work with if a defender comes up gives it up for back screens, dives to the basket, all that kind of stuff. So I want I want to see him integrate that a little bit more into his game. Yeah. And, and you know, I heard – I was watching, uh, you know, Gilbert Arena's podcast, and he was talking about how, like, easy it is to score in the mid-range because he is like, you're in the three-point and, like, paint league now, and it's the forgotten mid-range for a reason. He's like, everybody's defense is dedicated to protecting the paint or running you off the th- uh, the three-point line. So he's like, you know, just attack the paint. And he's like, look how, you know, the Suns are a mid-range shooting team. Uh, Sacramento, to a degree, because of De'Aaron Fox, he attacks that mid-range. Miami and... and in game one with Jimmy Butler and them, they are a mid-range shooting team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm impressed by what I've seen from Sacramento. There were times where I was in games one and two, I'm like, they're about to blow it. And but they they have resolved. Uh, I think they're well coached. Uh if Sacramento gets game four, I think the series is over. I don't I don't think Golden State is gonna come back if they're down three one. But um if Golden State wins game four, I think Golden State will take the series. Listen, I got I picked Sacramento in game seven. And I do think Sacramento will win game four. I don't see them losing back to back. I I and if they do do that, I got them in I got them in five or six now. They win game four. They're wrapping it up in game five. If they lose, they'll win five and six. Gotcha. Uh, oh, what do y'all think about the 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 Draymond? So do you think he deserved to be ejected in that game? No. Yeah. What? <laughs> Come on. I'm basing it off. I'm basing it off like after the fact. I seen MB. I'm like, all right, no. But like when it happened, yes. But like after the fact, now no. Yeah, but that... hindsight twenty twenty. When you saw it happen, you're just like, bro, he got to get out of here. Excessive, especially. I... Listen, he got ejected from the game, and then he got. But like, I think what made it worse than what it really was is because Adam Silver was there. <laughs> so he's oh. like, Adam Silver was there. In like in the third row, and then he did the stump, and then he's calling, you know, fans and stuff all these vulgar names because they were flicking them off. So they're just like, if he was his history, but I I also put this on on the the officiating crew and, and even the league office because this is what happened 
when you let somebody do whatever they want, you let Draymond talk to these refs and do whatever he want, every kind of way, and he pushes y'all, he pushes y'all, he pushes y'all, then he does something like this, you have to suspend him, but y'all always get the backlash for that. Because mm-hmm. whenever he gets suspended, it's always in the biggest of moments. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you, you know, crack down on the law with him more, with all his BS and arguing and stuff, I don't think these incidents happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and really then, blame. Uh, I get it, but I also blame Sabonis because, bro, why are you holding on to his ankle? Like, I get it. We don't like. We didn't see it initially, but like, why are no, you? I saw, that's why. I saw that's, but he got a flagrant one, and I think he like that. I think that was warranted. I mean, you have to give him something, and if you knew you was going to toss Draymond, okay, well, we'll give you like a firm slap on the wrist and give you a flagrant one. Like Sabonis knew what he was doing. You you got to see who. I mean, Mike Brown is their coach who came from Golden State. And it's just like, hey, treat Draymond as he would treat everybody else. And then you'll get in his head. And then now Draymond does something like this. I don't even think he would have got a flagrant one if Draymond just, like, ran away, if that makes sense. Like, they only called it because Draymond reacted and stomped him. Yeah. And went back and looked. But if it didn't – if Draymond would have just ran away, it would have just – we would have just been on to the next play, which I think is low-key some BS because – he still held on to his foot. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, that's just how it is. It's like you let him play. That's why I say if you know you're going to throw Draymond out in the game, you have to at least give him a flagrant one. But um, but even Draymond's excuse, like, oh, I had my foot had to land somewhere. Okay, he ain't tugging on your feet that hard for you to stomp down like that. I was like, come on, like, come on. be accountable, at, least, at the very least, be accountable. But, uh, and that takes us to our last series, Lakers, Grizzlies. <laughs> Dylan Brooks running his mouth again. What, what do y'all think about this series? Forty-seven, five and five. <laughs> Bro, he got paid. He got paid to talk, like. Nah, bro, he's real. doing it. Yeah, he's doing it for clout, bro. He's like, bro, no cameras are going to be on me unless I say some foul stuff. And you, you heard Brandon. He's like, I ain't trying to talk about this no more. We're in next get game four is going to be a good game. Our game three is going to be a good game, and and walked off. Forty-seven five and five, man. And he gonna call a couple of ISOs on him. Like, nah, bro, I can't take you one. Move out the way. He 38, 38, seven and seven, mm-hmm. and that's just me being nice. I, I I went down on the the the, you know, rebounds and assists because I think you know, it's also factoring in like if I'm gonna put on put up these kind of points, I really not trying to do the work in these other spots, so. You're going to need a, a really good game from D'Angelo Russell with facilitating and stuff like that to pick up those things. But I think he's like, I'm I'm scoring. Yeah. I'm scoring. And every time I guard you, I'm locking you up. It might be, hey, 38, 12, and 7. 
screw it. He getting all the boards because he's gonna take the board and go coast to coast every trip. Yo, like I just like last year I fell in love with the Grizzlies team and I did I rooted for them every step of the way. Dylan Brooks is really making me hate the Grizzlies. And, and, and I hate that he's making me hate the great Grizzlies. I, I don't like anything about him. I don't think he's good enough to be talking talking like this. And he's putting a target on his back and his team's back, knowing that they down their best player. And they already came into the playoffs injured. And I don't I don't like his braids. I don't like I don't like anything. I don't like anything about him. Yeah. Like Bro, it's just it's his contract year. It's him trying to make a statement. It's him trying to make a statement of like, so so people don't just look at me as some, you know, three and D guy. And let me give myself some personality so somebody can be like, oh, you felt like a Draymond type player. We can unlock him to be blah blah blah. But he's he's just trying to get his bag. Like, oh, I'm fearless. I call LeBron old. You know, this reminds me, and y'all y'all may not be. Well, yeah, yeah, y'all ought to know this. This reminds me of another irrelevant basketball player. They might have worn the same number. No, maybe not. 21. I think he did. He wore 21. Uh, Ruben Patterson. He called himself the Kobe stopper. Who? Yeah, so the Lakers-Blazers series was, like, huge. Oh. Ruben Patterson called himself the Kobe stopper and got done up. Done up in the playoff. Done up in the regular season. Done up every single time they put Ruben Patterson on Kobe Bryant. Kobe ate him a lot. Ate him a lot. That just reminds me of. This reminds me of when Iggy was the LeBron stopper in the finals. And they they was literally about to hand LeBron the MVP finals trophy for what he did to Iggy. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it can make sense, right? How do you get how do you get the name the LeBron stopper? Well, the only thing you stopped him from doing was scoring 36 a game instead of 35 and point eight. <laughs> Listen, man. All I'm saying is, bro, just th- these are gonna be the most people love to say, like, oh, you know, Bron ain't like Kobe and, and Jordan, he just don't got that dog in him, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't got that killer, which I believe that LeBron James is a killer. It's just like, I don't want to get dark here, but killers come in a multitude of ways. And with LeBron's, you know, play style, he's a psycho because he's like, oh, I can kill you this way or like, I can boom, boom. And you always have to be aware of everything that's around you. Whereas Kobe and and Jordan is like a, you know, adjacent. There's like the same thing. I'm going to come, I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you. And that's the end of it. Remember what Clay did when they were up 3-1 and said, oh, he must have got his feelings hurt. Yeah, I forgot about that. He sure did open his mouth, uh, Clayton. Jeez. Dang, he showed he showed did. Boy, I lost three one lead in the finals. 
Yeah. Or when they, I think it was, I think it was like the Christmas Day game or something. I forgot what what it was, but when Steph Curry was like, "Oh well, I hope it still smell like champagne," and then he busted him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I. So who who do you think is going to walk out of this series on on time? Is it going to be the Lakers? Lakers. Oh, the Lakers. I have the Lakers. Lakers and jump. I don't think that's going to change. Lakers. And nah, six. since. Now since since Dylan Brooks opened his mouth, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be Lakers in five. Cause I can see if when Brian go put this put this forty piece on his head, he's gonna like well, I mean he oh we'll see if he can do it again. That's so I definitely think Brian's cool. like okay let me let me go ahead and let me just go ahead and and show these boys who I really am. Yeah man, this I, he put a target on there, but I hate when players do that. No, I like it. It's Dylan Brooks. Yeah, and then now they now they over here got people over here like, oh, he wouldn't have said that to Kobe. He wouldn't have said that to Jordan. What's Listen. the one thing that we say? What What's the one thing that we say? You know, as we got older, it's like, dang, these kids get more and more disrespectful. Yeah. If yeah. Jordan was here, they'd have looked at him and be like, "You're Call old. You're trash." They'd call Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you. Hey, they would have been like, "That's why you killed your dad." Okay, next, next, next. Uh, <laughs> no, next for time. real, y'all, y'all, y'all think it's a game. That's they probably would be like that on the court. <laughs> no, they would say some. <laughs> bro, you think you that's think it's funny, out of pocket, but like, bro, they would be like not, that. Not, nah, but yeah, not nah, yeah, for real. Now nah, that's so disrespectful to these kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> people ain't got no chill nowadays. No chill, like no. Stand. Exactly. So that's why I hate when people be like, "Oh, they want to do this to Jordan. Oh, they want to do this to Kobe." Like, yes, they would. Now they would have done it. They just wouldn't have done it again. Like they would have done it, got sixty dropped on them, and then they wouldn't have done it again. That's what would have happened. No, because they hard headed. They would have still did it. Because I guarantee Brian can drop sixty on them right now, and they they will still have find something to say. Oh well, let's see what he if he can keep this up. All sixty wasn't on me though. It was only thirty. It was only thirty (laughs) seven. Check the tape. Like, like the, yeah, over here, there's over here, like some. Nah, I don't respect nobody until they give me give me forty, and then that's exactly going to do. They're like, oh, Brian got forty this game. Like, well, I only guarded him for like fifteen of them points. So technically, Dude. like, come on, bro. Like, and then they were, Brian is is scoring at a fifty percent clip on them. Like, yeah, yeah, he's giving you buckets. <laughs> like, stop it, bro. I'm so irritating. But all right, we're gonna move quickly. We're gonna go through this very quickly. Just gonna highlight some names for the NFL um, draft. So big names are, of course, we got a couple uh, quarterbacks here. Um, where do you all see Bryce Young going? Going. A lot of people have him number one to Carolina. Do you think it will be him a number one? You think CJ Stroud will be number one? It's the Carolina Panthers. And I think they're stupid enough to pick Bryce Young over Coldridge. I, I'm like, I feel like it's a toss-up, and I, I believe they will take Bryce. And a small part of me wants them to because a lot of the, the mock drafts I'm seeing got, uh, got CJ going. If he goes to the Texans, at two that they'll take um, Jackson at 11. 
and, and I love that pairing. So he can go in with somebody he's familiar with. You can see the success of, you know, when Joe Burrow, his increase with Jamar Chase, somebody he played with. You got Devontae Smith getting back with Jalen Hurts. You see this common success. So I hope he goes, uh, Bryce goes first, if that happens. So if Bryce does go first, the Texans got the second pick. Now, some people got C.J. Stroud at this position. Uh, some got Will Levis out of Kentucky in this position. Who do you think would be the best fit there in Houston? Either of them. They don't got nothing there. Probably nobody, yeah. I think the best fit would, would be the, for them to just shut the team down, probably. But. <laughs> yeah, like, they, I, like they, they're a team – like, they have a run game. But, um, I mean, which is key, but, like, the, the offense ain't, ain't really nothing outside of that, especially now you don't have Brandon Cooks anymore. So it's just kind of like whatever quarterback you build, you build around that quarterback, but y'all don't have anything now. So, I mean, CJ is the better quarterback, but I don't think, you know, it, it's not fit. It's just take the better quarterback for the Texans. Either way, I'm going to pull Eli Manning when he got drafted by San Diego. Nah, trade me. Nope. I don't want to be there. Trade me now, please. Listen, the organization might be trash, but that would be the perfect situation to build up your game under the radar. Because yeah. nobody's going to be talking about you unless you balling. Like, you'll you be in the number two pick. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, but like, you're not going to be in the limelight. Like, because they're, they're not expecting you to be good off of it because of how bad the team is. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, Arizona's at three. So, we know they're not going quarterback after they just showed out all that money to Kyler Murray. Uh, so, usually when teams are in this position, they'll just pick the best player available at this uh, position that they need, perhaps. Um so some people got Will Anderson Jr. going to Arizona. Do you like that pick for Arizona? You think they should go somewhere else? Go trade it, trade it, trade it. That team needs a whole lot. And yeah. if you really want to get a quarterback, you can snag you Stenson Bennett or Max Duggan in like the fourth, fifth, or sixth round. Because nobody's expecting nothing. Well, nobody, even with Kyler, nobody's expecting nothing from y'all. You're not going to have um, D Hop. You're, you're trading D Hop. So you're best off trading back midway in the first round and snagging a receiver because no receiver is good enough to take at three. Might as well trade back to like, you know, 15, like. 14, 15, 14 to 17, whatever, take you a receiver and get other assets for the for now and the future. But I don't think Anthony Anderson, he should – I don't know. Why is he getting drafted so high? Talent. He's a freak athlete, but that's Bro, about it. That he's Can a you? freak athlete. Like, he's, I – they're, they're hoping athlete. that yeah. – Listen, this is them trying to make up for Cam. 
Facts. They were just going to be like, oh, we, we don't want to bring Cam back in the league for real, but hey, we'll just grab this guy. And he'll be like our new Cam, like our new token black. Like, he he's a he late second-round pick at best. He couldn't scratch best. Cam. Man, don't get me started. He couldn't touch Cam coming out of college. That's what I'm saying. Like, Cam getting selected number one. Everybody knew that was happening, and nobody had a problem with it. He is a late second-round pick at best, so I don't know why somebody would trade up assets to take him, but whatever. But Trey Lance is out on the market, possibly. So if you want to – I mean, he's a huge risk too, but, you know. Do you think – Of course, playing for Alabama, you get that kind of, like, spotlight, of course – but do you think the success of Micah Parsons and, and folks like that have elevated the draft stock of a, Will, a person like Will Anderson? No. Mm. Well, uh, Micah Parsons plays middle and edge. Will Anderson only plays edge, respectfully. And he can't really drop in the coverage like TJ Watt. So... Though he's a great edge, like the difference between him and Micah is he Micah plays middle too. Right, right. So versatility goes a long way. Um, so it so that some people have CJ going fourth. So, and this might flip flop if um, Carolina takes him first. Uh, but Indianapolis is in desperate need of a quarterback. Do you think? Boy. DJ is the best choice for Indianapolis, or should they go with another quarterback available? CJ is the second. Well, I, I mean, first or say dependent. I, I give him a little bit of the edge because of his size over Bryce Young. But he's the first or second best quarterback and player in the draft. If he falls to four, I don't care who is available because I know Bryce Young is going to be there. You take CJ. You take C. Like, if he falls back, it's going to be the same thing of the Justin Fields thing. And I bet you a few of those, you know, teams ahead is feeling real bad about that. Like, what if the 49ers actually took them like they should have or the Patriots? Mm-hmm. Hold up, was uh, Sauce Gardner? No, Sauce Gardner was a rookie last year, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, because I thought Sauce and Justin Fields were in the same draft. You know, it don't even matter because didn't they ju- draft uh, who they draft? They got. They, I think the Jets had an opportunity to draft Fields and passed them. For Zach Wilson. Yeah. I'm pretty positive they passed on fields when they could have had them. Yeah, for, yeah. Now exactly. Stupid. Uh, yeah, I just feel that like I agree with y'all. Like CJ would be dope for Indianapolis, or just it, it. And if it ends up being another way around, then Bryce, whatever. But like they're wasting a lot of talent there in Indy. A lot of talent. Jonathan Taylor's career is being wasted at this point. Um, it's just a position that they haven't been able to get right since Andrew Luck, really. 
when you think about it. So for real, for real, if they were super smart, they would be like, hey, Raven, this is the fourth pick in the draft. You could take a quarterback here. I will give you this first and a third or a fourth or maybe even a, do like the Carson Wentz deal. I'm like, hey, we'll give you a third. And since you're everybody's so worried about, you know, Lamar Jackson's, uh, you know, injury history, if he plays 80% of our snaps, we'll move it up to a second. I've been like this. Y'all can have this fourth pick and the first round of next year if he plays 80% of his snaps. No, they ain't going to want to do that. Because you know they really, you know they really not worried about his injury history. They just trying to get him for a super deal, but like a cheap deal. But I'm saying a third, and then plus, if you do that, you're basically doing what the Falcons did with Watson, and you're just gam or you're betting against yourself. Because if nobody's giving up a first for him now, I doubt somebody's trying to do a first and a second. Like, bro, I'll give you a first and a third, but if he plays 80%, I'll give you a second. So you can get him at a better deal. Man, listen. If All nobody I'm, wants something, I'm not going to bet on them like people do. Uh, I get it. But if I'm in win now mode, I mean, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't worry too much about two first round picks over the next two years in the grand scheme of things. Now, how, uh, where do you feel is the best landing spot for Bijan Robinson? Philly. Honestly. Because I really, I mean, I'm. I think Bijan Robinson is good, but I'm not like gun ho on him. I don't. Bro, they're over here talking like he the best prospects at Saquon, and I'm like, bro, uh, based off what? Well, you know what what helps with that running behind the best O line in the league. I mean, if y'all had ball. If y'all had Saquon, Saquon might average 1,800 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. On, bro, we, got a, we got a rack out of, out of his backup. You know, Gainesville was was uh, Saquon's backup in Penn State. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people have him going eight to Atlanta. Some people say he might fall to – he, so uh, Dallas might trade up and get him. Some people said Philly might go get him. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I think he'll be a good, good fit for whoever. Because yeah, the the Cowboys need him, so you can do the one-two punch with him and Pollard, especially with Pollard coming off the injury. The Bears need him because they got rid of Montgomery. So I mean, those are like teams that need him. I don't think he will have success. Well, maybe – no, he'll have success with the Bears because of how much of a run threat um, Justin Fields is. So, I mean, those the Ravens, just if they don't get receivers, might as well take them. Yeah. You know, because you know, you know J.K. Domins don't want to come back for real. So, when his contract is up, you're going to either have to overpay him for him to keep his mouth shut or he's going to bounce. Especially if Lamar ain't there. Yeah. Well, Coach Pace, how are we supposed to spend our money this weekend? 
Hey, man, listen. Put your money on LeBron scoring over 30-plus tomorrow. All right? That's number one. Number two, since MB is out, put your money on Mr. Tyrese Maxey. He's getting about 25 tomorrow. And that's just being nice. Might end up with 35. And then last but not least, Tank Davis, we're getting a dub tomorrow. Shut Ryan Garcia up. <laughs> Put him in a mortuary. All right. I got Brian too, but I got Brian over 35. I got Miami taking the dub because I believe Giannis would sit out and Jimmy Butler will expose this defense. I'm expecting like 35 plus out of him. And as for the fight, I took Ryan Garcia because I think he's more of a pure boxer and Tank Davis is a, a great boxer. But um, And I know his power can overshadow his boxing skill a bit, but I still give Ryan the edge and to, to win by decision. Tank knocking him out in round nine. I, I'm going to go with Coach Pace's car only because I have Tank, Tank winning the fight, too. That was crazy. I think your other two, uh Demaris, but I, I have Tank winning the fight. All right, why can't Ryan win by decision? See, that's hey. the thing. Everybody, Everybody's expecting Tank to win by knockout. But Ryan is not going to – King Rye is not going to allow him to knock him out. Hey, so, that's going to be peasant Ryan in a minute. So, see, if, if when Ryan drags him out to the defense, it's going to be decision time. We're going to see, Ryan though. Ryan Garcia for the dub. I want to see who got a chin. That's what's really going to tell me what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to have to see who got the chin because you're going to well, get hit. It'll more so be, it'll be more so Ryan because he's not known for, like he had, I mean, he knocks people out, but he's not known for his knockout power. So, I mean, he would, you're really going to see how tough Ryan's chin more so than. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think Ryan gets hit a lot. Tank, Tank be taking some punches. I don't understand it. we be really in there getting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, dude, what's wrong with you? And then he come with a knockout. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting fight. Um, Mike Tyson was on first take today and was talking about that uh, – Davis is unique in the sense, well, because Tyson fought this way too, that he kind of like lead, like elevates into his shots, like coming from underneath, like he's, he's not a punch down type of, of boxer, but he actually gets his strength and power um, lifting up and elevating like, uh, like, like he did when he was, he was fighting. Uh, so it's, it'll be interesting to see if, if Garcia is able to keep enough uh, distance and, and create the angles where it's hard for Davis to really get behind that to lift up into that into a punch. Listen, man, Tyson said Davis in five, and I said it must be the shrooms. Davis in five is crazy. What if he right though? That's gonna be nuts. Well, Davis he said it's just his opinion. Crazy. 
he did preface it like you know it's his opinion and you know anything can happen especially in boxing but he said davis and bro davis and five is kind of crazy i wouldn't even put that i on was the like yeah i was like bro i, I wouldn't even Nah, I, I, I still once too many hot boxes now. Man. <laughs> All right. Well, we have we hope y'all had as much fun as we did here on the coach's box. Thank you for joining us. Uh, have a blessed weekend. Have a lot of fun. Enjoy all the sports that's out there. And we'll be back to talk about more next week. Bless, stay safe, y'all. Peace. <laughs>